The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Pretty basic. Hello, guys. Welcome back to your absolute favorite podcast on the internet. Pretty basic. I'm your co-host, Alicia Marie. And I'm your co-host, Remy Cruz. I'm just confused. I don't know how we are already at the end of 2023. Mm-mm. But on top of that, we're at close to the end of Pretty Basic season five. That is beyond crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the time went. I think it just is a thing of getting older. The years go by faster and faster and faster. But I mean- I need the world to just like slow a bit. It's just, it's really too much. It's too much. Okay, but here, this is where I get confused. Is time as a whole moving faster for everyone? I think so, because even when I talk to my parents, they're like, where did this year go? So I'm like, okay, it's a universal experience. I think it has to do with getting older and then also maybe just social media, maybe just the way that the world is, just things are so quick, 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 quick. Our attention spans are so short. Things go really quickly now. Trends are too fast. Like everything just is like at a hyper speed now. Yeah, it must be a mix of everything. Cause honestly, the fact that I'm gonna be turning 31 in a few months is absolutely insane and crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. (laughs) Next year is technically like the last year of my 20s. And I feel very, mm, I'm excited for my 30s. I am. And I think I'm very lucky because I've watched Ash- grow into our thirties. I'm now watching you grow into your thirties. Like having people around me who are going through it, I think made it seem a lot less scary Mm -hmm. than what I used to think. Like I remember when I first met you guys and I think Ash must've been like 28 at the time. I remember thinking like, oh my God, she's so old and she's so wise and like has all this experience. And then when she turned 30, I was like, oh my God, she's 30. Like she's (laughs) such a woman. And now I'm like, I'm right there. I'm in the same spot that she was when I first met her. And I feel... I'm like excited for my life journey, but I'm also really sad that my twenties are going to be over and I'm never going to have that again. That's, I'm more focused on that idea than like anything else of like, wow, I'm never going to be in my twenties again, ever again. What's crazy too is I I feel like you out of everyone, you have lived your twenties. See, I don't, I think that, but also like, I think more in the like clinging on to like controlling, like once I'm done, on February 8th, 2025, I'm done. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like it's over. Yeah, but then you're starting a whole new thing. I know. And I appreciate that. I'm very much, I'm way less scared for my thirties than I used to be. Mm-hmm. And I also like, my mom is literally turning 60. Sorry, mom, if you don't decide anything. She looks amazing. Twenty-one. She's turning 21 for the, um, what is that? 48th time. No, but <laughs> she, um, I mean, they, she, my parents look amazing, but it's just crazy because when we're talking, I'm also like, they're not even old. No. Like I know they're not old and they're so like sprightly and take care of themselves and all these things. But I'm just like, it's so wild that I feel like, I look at my mom who's turning 60 and I'm like, she's so young. And then I think about turning 30 and I'm like, I'm so old. Growing up is scary and it's so weird, but it's crazy because I'm looking at you and I'm like, oh my God, you've lived your twenties. Like you had your like your party era. <laughs> you're now you're leaving your twenties with a ring on your hand. Like you've traveled. I feel like you've done so many things, but I feel very blessed. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, totally. But also maybe because now I'm just so much wiser because I'm on the other side. Yeah. Cause you're in it. I feel like twenties, there's so much pressure on everyone in their twenties to figure out their life and have everything together. I feel like the majority of my quarter life crisis was not knowing who I am or what am I going to do? And it's like, no one ever knows. 
like no one knows when they're in their thirties or their forties or their fifties or their sixties. Like your life is about constantly trying to just be present in the day that you're given, you know? Wow. That sounds so like I'm processing what you said, but it's true. No, it's so true. I think also when I think about turning, which I still have a full year and that's like a year is a long time, even though I know we got onto this topic because years go by so quickly. Mm -hmm. I still have a full year ahead of me. I still have a year and three months. And I also think about how I keep thinking about turning, getting into my thirties. I'm like, oh my God, like it's my, like my twenties are over. It's my thirties, it's my thirties. When I really think about the day that I turned 20 up until this day right now, it is, that's like such a long part of my life. So I know like, obviously my thirties are going to feel long, but also when you take a look back, it's also very short. When I turned 30, I remember thinking, wow, in 10 years, hopefully if I, you know, live to be 40, I can look back and I'll, feel the same way that I felt about 20 Yeah, when I was hitting 30. Like I was like, oh my God, 20, I was such a baby. I thought I knew everything. And I was like, I'm going to say the same thing about myself in 10 years Yeah, about when I'm, when I'm turning 40 of how much just I've grown in my thirties. And this is the start of all that. And it's kind of, it's like fun when you look at it that way. For sure. I'm like, not the type on our, like on an annual birthday to be like, what did I learn this year? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. not super introspective in that way, unless I like really want to, or like we're doing a birthday dinner and like talking about it, but like, I don't just actively think about that stuff. But I will say looking back on the past decade was obviously, but very transformational. And that I think about a lot of like how much I've experienced, how much I've learned about myself. I had a really nice conversation with my aunt the other night because I was very frustrated with something going on in my family. And my aunt, I was, I was really trying to work it out with myself. And I'm, I'm someone who, when I have something going on in my head, I just have to vocalize it. Mm-hmm. I just have to say it out loud. You do. I just have to talk <laughs> about it and then I'm fine. Yeah. And so I was just like talking it out, just like saying how I felt. And then I was fine. And she was, she, she said something to me that just like, when she speaks to me, I, I hold it to such a high regard because I love her so much. But, um, she was just like, Remy, there are so many things like, she's like the past decade or like I've seen you in your twenties now. Um, cause obviously when she was there when I was 18 and like hormonal and going through all the, the puberty things yeah. and like on my own for my first time and all these things, she's like, I've been able to see you for the past decade, learn so much about you and also just learn different tactics and just come to a full understanding and just like understand people and understand yourself in a way that like, she's like, even like myself doesn't understand yet. And that meant a lot to me because I think it was just I don't know what it was that caused it, but just like wanting to to stick up for myself in more situations. I love that. It meant a lot. It like right in the heart. I love you, Auntie. What do you feel like the main thing you've learned in your 20s is? (sighs) To champion for yourself. Mm. Because I think I so even like in every regard from like the doc, like going to the doctor, Mm -hmm. like that really stuck with me this year, obviously with all the doctor stuff going on. Um, And I remember talking to my mom and she was like, Ram, you have to like, you have to speak up for yourself. You have to tell them you want this. And I was like, but they're doctors, they should know. And she's like, Ram, like, yes, they have like, obviously I'm sure they want the best for you, but they have how many other patients, how many other things, their own lives going on. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be the one to ask for this, or you have to be the one to like ask about this. And so in like, from everything from like a doctor to relationships to whatever, like Mm -hmm. sticking up for myself, because no one's going to have your back. Like you will have your back. I relate to that so hard. I was just talking to Ashley about, doctor visits and stuff and how growing up, my mom would always second guess the doctor or like Mm -hmm. just throw a question out there to the point where I felt like it was disrespectful and I was embarrassed. Yeah. Mom, stop. There's a doctor. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Time and time again, as I've gotten older, I not only understand why she did that so much. I can't can't even understand. 
and then the level of it being your kid versus you. Yeah. Like I'm still at the trying to do it for myself situation. Uh But now the amount of this, oh my God, this is the perfect thing. We're going to segue into a story because like the craziest thing happened this weekend. Okay. Oh my God. But now I respect it because obviously you know your body the most, you know, and, and it doesn't matter even if you have the best doctor in the world, if you aren't speaking up and questioning things or be like, well, I know you're hearing this, but like this actually hurts more. Like just like very vocalizing what you need. Yeah. How do they know to give it to you? And the same thing, oh my God, in relationships or whatever, like you have to vocalize that kind of stuff. But the craziest thing happened to my mom this weekend. Not Chris. Good or bad. Mama Marie. Good. Overall good. Okay, good. You love a little like spoiler for that reason. I'll get into that after I just learned recently, but yes. Oh my God, please. So my mom was rear-ended last Friday. Okay. So she was at a stoplight and this truck completely just like hit her, like didn't stop at all, right? She was his brake. She was the brake. I've been there. And then because of that, she hit the person in front. Oh no. Not horrible, but yeah. usually the person in the middle gets the worst whiplash because it's like you get hit from the back and, and, the, then, front. and the front, you yep. know? Yep. So- um, she texts Ashley and I, and it's so weird. Like instantly you can just get a text and everything changes. Like yeah. she, I hate it when I, like, I love it, but I hate it. But the text being like, I'm okay. But, and then there's a paragraph. I was like, yeah, what, what just oh. happened? But, um, she was saying, I'm, I'm okay, but I just got rear-ended. It was pretty hard. Um, the, the driver said he fell asleep, but then once the cops came and everything, the cop was like, mm, like this isn't adding up because, he was definitely probably on his phone. Cause do you see the tire marks? If he was asleep, there wouldn't, he wouldn't have no braked break at, all. at all, but he did break because the tire marks on the, and also they can easily check cell towers. Like yes. if your phone was active, then yeah. 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 Which I get people freaking out, but so that was just the first thing. Right. Um, but she was a little shooken up. She was okay. Luckily it was close to where my parents live. So my dad was, he came over like right away, but they were on the side of the street for a while. The car got completely totaled. Like, like, her car was done. Damn. I know. I and it was just, it was just, you know, it's always just a lot and stuff, but luckily everyone was okay, but wasn't really sure exactly what happened with the guy behind. He definitely wasn't falling asleep. I'm assuming he was on his phone. I don't know. Just wasn't paying attention. Um, so my mom's next kind of starting hurting a little bit. And I was like, Hey, like you make sure to go to the chiropractor or something, especially because insurance is going to be involved. And, mm-hmm. and my advice to anyone who gets in an accident, even if you don't feel like you need to go get it checked out, like get it checked out because most of your symptoms won't even come up for a few days because one, you have adrenaline going on, your body's like in fight or flight. And even though you're like, no, I feel fine. Usually a few days later, that's when you're going to start feeling like muscles or whatever, you know, so always get it checked. But there's always a line with insurance where like, well, you didn't get it checked right away. No, when I got into that same, same thing happened to me in college, literally totaled, was she on the 251? (laughs) No. Boo. Imagine (laughs) it was the exact same spot. I had the same thing and I, um, it's just like, I'm fine, mom and dad. Like, I don't need to go to the chiropractor. I don't need to go to the doctor. They're like, please go, please, yeah. please, please go. And I remember the next, the because of the adrenaline, the day that I got hit, I was fine. The next day I've never felt pain like that mm-hmm. in my life. Like I can always remember, I could not move. I could, any little micro movement was the most, like it felt like sharp shooting pain. And now like years later, I have so many neck problems. I went to a chiropractor a couple of years ago and they did x-rays and she was like, your like whole spine is all off solely because of probably that one accident. I went to a chiropractor, they did x-rays and he was like, oh, I can tell you were in an accident a few years ago. And I was like, how'd you know? But they can tell. Okay. But, no, yes. no, you're good. That was so interesting. So the next day she goes to the chiropractor um, and he's like, yeah, I definitely think we should get an MRI because I feel like there's some sort of like pressure or swelling going on, but like you should really get that checked. 
being the kid now realizing your parents aren't indestructible and like they're older and even though she's in her 60s but like she's still young overall but I'm like oh my god like you're so frail now yeah. like I'm like I'm like make sure you're good yeah so Ash and I are like go to the doctor mm -hmm. so she goes to this MRI place that was like a referral of someone she goes and they do the MRI and they say okay we're gonna have the 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 results in a day or two and you just had yours. So I was like, okay, yeah, like she'll probably find out a little bit, maybe find out more later. Then the next day they call again. They're like, hey, like we're still waiting on the results, but we really, really can tell that there's like some brain damage or like internal swelling in your brain. Like we really think you need to get this other scan. I think it was a CT scan, but I'm not positive. And because this was an accident, like you really need to push for settlement. Like you could get a lot of money for like, these are gonna be expensive. And start freaking out my mom. And she's like, oh my God, like one, that, that anything brain related is terrifying. Like just hearing brain swelling, just yeah. hearing brain like damage or anything like of that. Course. And she got hit, like it wasn't super, super hard, but it also wasn't like a little- Did like, her airbags deploy? No, Oh, okay. no, no, no. So, so, so it was like medium, you know? Yeah. Anyways, she's like, okay, well, like do we have the results yet from the MRI? They're like, no, 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 it's still processing something, something, whatever. Then they call again and they're like, hey, we really think you need to use, like pressuring her to use their lawyers for a settlement oh. against- Who's calling? The doctor? The, this MRI place, right? Weird. Is, call, is saying, hey, we're like really pressuring her to use <gasps> their attorneys oh. to have a settlement because she could have like life damage from this accident. Yeah. And she's like, weird. She's texting in the family chat. The first thing I go is like, if you're using any attorney, it's not theirs. Like yeah. why the fuck? Like they just want money. Yeah. Like this is sketch. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And all in this time, they never, they're like, yeah, we're still waiting for the results. I was like, it has been over 48 hours. You have the results. Like what the fuck, right? Like, mm -mm, no. Mm -hmm. So then my mom's like, no, like I'm not gonna do that, whatever. And I'm like, mom, it's so clear to me. They just want you to use their attorneys so they get money in this settlement. Yeah. Like also this was some random MRI place. Cause again, it, was, it wasn't even like her normal like history or like um, do, uh, doctor, hospital, whatever. It was like through a referral, et cetera, whatever. At this point, Ashley and I are pissed. We're like, mom, you need to go get a second opinion. Cause she taught us, right? I'm like, you need a second opinion. She ends up making um, an appointment to go to her, the normal hospital that she always goes to for bigger things um, where she's gotten like biopsies and all that kind of stuff done. Um, which is a little bit further. So she goes, but she ended up having to sit all day because obviously like when emergencies come in, those take priority. Yeah. So she was so cute. She's just like reading her Bible <laughs> in the waiting room Read for, her like, Bible. Hours. <laughs> for hours. Like, I was like, I was like, you didn't bring anything else. Like, you know, like headphones, get her a Kindle. Anything. <laughs> Kindle. Oh my God. The, the book was massive. Um, but she's just like chilling. So she finally gets seen by the doctor. That's so sweet. I know they do their own um, MRI scan. So they do another one come to find out she finally gets her results the doctor calls and is like you have abs you are fine they're like your brain is fine you have no brain swelling like you have no like truly you are so healthy and they were like that other doctor place is so corrupt and like you need to report them to the medical board because they should not be in practice and they have definitely taken advantage of a lot of people like you need to like that's that's so sketch they're like you have absolutely no brain swelling like they lied they completely lied like she got scammed. No, I have so many questions. Is she going to call the medical board? Oh, a thousand percent. Beautiful. Is the friend that uh, referred her, do they think they're dying? They had no idea. And they were like, so apologetic. They're like, oh my God. Yeah, like, but like, did they do, like, have they been told they're dying or something crazy? Like, have they I don't experienced know. that? No, but I don't, not that I know of. That'd be my first question. I'd be like, is yes. your friend, are they okay? So 
She literally got scammed from a doctor who basically said she was pretty much dying. Like champion for yourself, people. Just ask questions like and get a second opinion. I think that's the biggest thing. Poor thing. It's just so sad that that's even in the world. All right, guys, it's the holiday season, which means that we are going to be spending a lot of time with family, hearing a lot of stories that we uh, probably have already heard. I am the queen of retelling stories over and over to everybody. And I always tell Cal, I need to get new stories because honestly, I am just I've told every story a 100 times to him at this point. But if you guys are like me, have you ever wanted to help your loved ones document all these timeless stories? It can be challenging to write an entire book of life memories, but StoryWorth makes it fun and easy. And this is how anyone can write a book about their life. I honestly think this is such a cute holiday gift or if you guys are spending time with the family this season, it's a great little fun activity to sit around together and enjoy these stories and just have a nice little life memento, something you can look back, something tangible to hold forever. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a single life-related question that you pick from their collection, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done, what is the farthest you've ever traveled, and all they have to do is reply with a story. And then after a year, StoryWorth will compile your loved one's stories, memories, and even any photos in a gorgeous hardcover book. And it's basically an amazing keepsake that you can keep passing down through your families as someone who doesn't have the best memory. I feel like this is such a great way to just remember all these beautiful memories that I have. And I think it could be a really fun tradition to work into your life every year to have a gift for the family if you guys want to split it up or if everyone individually wants to have one and then you can go through the books together during the holiday season. Again, I think it's an amazing gift to give someone this year. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash prettybasic today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash prettybasic to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash prettybasic. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. Why? Because Hinge gives you a sense of someone's personality and lets you share your own. You actually get to know potential dates through their unique answers to prompts. Plus, you get a sense of someone's dating intentions and what they're looking for. I think that is my absolute favorite part about Hinge. You can actually have a little DTR defining the relationship with someone before you're even going on your first date, which can save a lot of heartache. I don't know if you know this, but you can actually change your status on your Hinge profile to what exactly you're looking for. And this is so nice on both ends because if you're looking to just have fun, maybe you just got out of a relationship and you're not wanting to be in a relationship anytime soon. You can literally put that you're looking for a short-term relationship, or you could even put that you're looking for marriage or looking for a long-term relationship open to a short one. Like there are so many different options. Like obviously, yes, everyone wants something. That's why you're on a dating app, but everyone's something is different. And it's so nice because then you don't waste someone's time. Like if I, I've come across guys who've liked me, but it says they're looking for marriage. And I just know as much as I would like to say I'm there, I know I'm not there and I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to play with their feelings. So it's just easy to like not match and not even go on that date if that's, if we're just at two different points in life. Also, I don't know any other dating app that says they're designed to be deleted. Like they actually want you to find love and to find a relationship, which I think is totally true because obviously our girl Remy, you know, the ring on her finger speaks volumes. Her and Cal met on Hinge. My sister Ashley and her boyfriend of two years met on Hinge. And I, I just, I hope I'm next. <laughs> Anyways, download Hinge and find someone worth deleting the app for. Do you remember when in like quarantine, I was having back pain? I started getting this like random. Oh, 
I got this random back pain and I was like, man, I must have like pulled my back out or something. So I'd have Cal take the Theragun and go, 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 like a high speed on my, like my lower back every day. And I was like, it's not getting better. I don't understand what's happening. Oh my God. Ice heat, ice heat, ice heat. Finally, I called the doctor, but because it was COVID, they weren't like letting people go in unless it was like mm. obviously a really big emergency. So I'm just like doing a, my first teledoc appointment ever. And I was like, hi, I don't know what's going on, but like, like my lower back, like it's not getting better. I keep like pounding it with a Theragun every day. It's not going away. And they were like, I think you have a kidney infection. And it was, fun fact, your kidneys are in your back. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, like highest, highest speed. So basically I got, I got some meds. I was totally fine after a little bit. Um, but now I'm aware, but yeah, like lower back, um, that's where they are. And so, um, wait, so the Theragun didn't help. No, right? I think it made it significantly worse. And then I think say, like the heat and ice wasn't helping it. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was probably well, good. Well, I mean, that's what you do for a back. I just know? thought I pulled my back out. Yeah. Like normal, which I do like not super frequently, but like, it's not. Remember that time I was picking up the box, my back went <laughs> out with you. Wait, <laughs> that was like, wait, where were you? I was in your uh, laundry room. <laughs> like, that, that I was just telling someone that happened the other day, but cause they were like, Oh my, like back gave out. I was like, Oh my God, this one. <laughs> no, this was so funny, but it, it's because I thought it was fake. Like it was so fake. It was so it dramatic. Was, no, it was so dramatic, but like I could tell it was real, but yeah. I was like, it almost seems fake. No, Alicia got sent like a bunch of candy. So we were like little feral rats <laughs> going through it. And I like had I was standing. So I just like hinged over, like I didn't bend my legs. And then as I hinged over, like one of my vertebrae, like fully went out and I like collapsed to the ground. But it was like slow motion where like her head whips back and the box falls. And like, I just see her extensions flying and she's like, ah, like the, 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 the noise you made. I was like, are you that spot on? That's exactly <laughs> no, yours was better. Like, it was so um, funny. yeah, no, I have, I have some back issues. It's totally fine. But anyways, kidney infection, moved on with my life. But I told obviously everybody and then I knew like, hey, your kidneys are in your back, be careful. And so um, maybe like six months later or so, it's still like, it's still COVID going on. And my aunt had called me and uh, was like, hey, how did you get that medication for your kidneys? Because I think I had the same thing going on. And I was like, oh, I just called them, told them how I felt, what was going on. And I think they like mailed me the medication or something. She was like, okay, sweet. And then um, a little time went by and she ended up calling the same, we both have the same insurance. So she called the same doctor essentially mm-hmm. and was like, hi, I'm having these symptoms. My niece just had uh, a kidney infection. I think it's just a kidney infection. Can you get me some medication? And they were like, oh, and they asked a few more questions. They're like, actually, I think that you should come in to the hospital. And she's like, um, okay. It's like crazy COVID obviously at this time. So she goes into the hospital and I don't know if it was the emergency. I think it was the emergency room actually. And you couldn't bring anybody in obviously to the hospital that time. So she goes in and she's in the emergency room and just like waiting forever. And they like run a test of some sort and they didn't have the full results back yet. Um, they just like, they ran some, I don't know. I should ask her exactly which test I forget, but uh, they ran some tests. They're like, and she's waiting and waiting for results. And like the doctors are literally in hazmat suits at this time. And she's all alone and she doesn't feel well. And she's like, what's going on? And so the results aren't fully in, but they had enough of a result to, for them to guess what's going on. I'm so sorry. Don't guess if you're giving me results of something for my health. Like, please wait till you have the full result mm-hmm. before you. Well, that's why they're so strict about like a nurse can't tell you. Yes. You and know? I told her like, is this a lawsuit or something? Because they come over, she's all alone, 
and they're like, hi. So we like, we don't have the full results yet, but we can concur. Um, I think she said they walked up so like solemnly and we're all sad. And we're just like, I don't think they even told her. I don't think they had told her anything yet. They first asked her, do you want to see a priest? Priest, pastor, something religious where she's like, oh, am I fucking dying? They're like, we don't have the results yet, but we can concur you have pancreatic cancer, which as we all know is like, it's, it's fatal. Um, and I don't believe there's like much you can do depending on, especially like what stage it's at. So she's obviously like freaking the fuck out. Results come in. She's still a cancer, but it was a different kind of cancer. One of which that, um, she's been able to beat, but like, can you believe that? Like, can you imagine a doctor in a hazmat suit being like, yeah, we don't have the results yet, but like, you want to talk to a priest? Isn't that crazy? What's crazy is I like, I remember you telling me this story, obviously when it happened, but I'd like completely forgot that they said the wrong one. Yeah. Can you like, I, I, I believe that has to be a lawsuit. I I believe I like, feel like she went fully home that night thinking she's going to die. Like that's horrible. Oh, anyways, champion for yourself. Well, also you slightly casually mentioned that she fought it and yes, love. Yay. We have to, that's so exciting. She's so strong. It's really crazy because I've had of quite a few people in my life this year and last year go through obviously like chemo and, and the diagnosis and all these sorts of things and surgeries and all these things. And I swear the people that I know who have gone through it, and I feel like everyone can attest to this are so are like, first of all, the people that deserve it the least. Mm-hmm. And then also the strongest people who are so just like so genuinely strong throughout it. They're like, I've got this. And like, I'm so proud of them. And obviously like, I just, I'm so astounded by their strength throughout the whole thing because I'm like, you don't deserve this. And also like to have the mindset that everyone that I know who has gone through it has, Mm -hmm. it's just beyond me. I like, I, it's astounding to me. I feel like a huge part of it is everything you come to terms with like what's actually important or like what matters. And I can't imagine how much dumb shit I freak out over when like in the grand scheme of things, it's so minuscule, you know? Don't even get me started. I know, I know. I When I get in my head about a lot of things, I have to remember that or just going to bed, like thinking about how privileged and lucky I am to mm-hmm. be in a safe bed and health, like have my health. It's something that I'm trying to remember, but rewinding back, because we got on this topic because you asked me, what's the one thing that I like took away that oh, I take away most from yes, my 20s? Yes, I want to yes. ask you, what's the one thing oh. that you took away most from your 20s? I feel... I think the biggest thing is like my, my twenties were really broken down into two parts, like before the burnout and after yeah. the burnout, like <laughs> me, like 20 to 25 and then 25 to 29. I really feel like a huge part of my twenties was me just realizing that I'm enough as I am. And I don't have to like be on or like, I don't have to be someone or even in different friend groups or whatever. It's like figuring out, oh, do they like me? Or just catering my whole life to everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like was the first half of my 20s. And then the second half was realizing like, I don't need to be something I'm not. And I know it sounds so cliche. Like I think I really have wasted, probably if you could add up all of the time I've wasted, like worrying about other people, even people I don't give a shit about. like what are they going to think of what I'm wearing or what are they yeah. gonna, like? It could be as little as that. You don't even know. Yeah. Like, 
I've probably wasted years if you added up all the time of me just constantly thinking of what, how I'm perceived to other people, not in a vanity way and like a, almost in a self-conscious way, no, yeah, self -conscious like a way very yeah. insecure way. But I think all of that was just me not knowing who I was. I feel like, especially not allowing myself to find out who I was. Like, I felt like Oh, this sounds so, maybe I just lived in a bubble my whole life. Like when I turned 20, I was like, okay, cool. This is how I am my whole life. Like, I just assumed that's, that was Alicia forever. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh, she was a baby, you know? But that's like so normal, especially totally. when you're like a teenager, early mm -hmm. 20s, you're like, I've got it all figured out. And yeah. then every year it's like, you, you gain a little bit more humility and a little more self-awareness, but Literally. it's true. I mean, I still struggle with that on the daily, but I feel like every day I'm getting a little better. And I'm really thinking when I hit my 30s, I, I hope, and I've heard that is that that's a general kind of um, realization that people have in their thirties is like, I've learned to just like live for me and mm -hmm. I, I cannot wait to get there and I'm getting there slowly. But I was hanging out with one of my friends who's a mommy influencer recently. And I was asking her, I was like, how do you do it? Because at the trajectory in which I'm going now, I am going to be a mommy blogger, <laughs> mommy <Yes>! vlogger, <laughs> um, solely because I just can't imagine not vlogging, but also if I have a baby, I don't want the vlogs. I don't ever want to be an ace family or like a, no, uh, or yeah. even just a, a, a good family vlogger. But I don't I want like it to revolve. Lucky for us. I feel like the first wave of like mommy vlogger, family vlogger kind of like died down. And now people are realizing, Oh, I do want more privacy, whatever. Like yes. we only saw it as one way, which was very entertainment focus. Yes. Whether those were right or wrong. Yeah. Um, and now even Lauren Geraldo, I'm like, slay, you look yes. like such a hot mom and like there's privacy there, but yeah. like you're still vlogging your life. Yes. But it's not about your kid. I even don't want Aspen it to be, a good job. I agree. And Sierra Schulte too. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want my vlogs to be all about being a mom. I want my vlogs to be still like my life. And then like, obviously a, a, a part of that is being a mother, but like, there's also part of me that is a friend and a daughter and a sister and a, mm -hmm. uh, boss and all those sorts of things. So yes, but I did ask her, I was like, how do you deal with all of the criticism? Because being, a, I can't, I see for her and just in general, like every mom I understand thinks that they know or every parent or every just person thinks they know what's best for a child in general. And so obviously there's a lot of like, oh, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. I mean, in, in real life. And then also it's amplified online. So basically I was just like, how do you do it? Like yeah. so many voices saying that, you know, some people do this, you're doing this wrong or the other people are like, oh, I do it also, this way or whatever. It's not like, oh, you tied their shoelace a different way. It's like, oh, you're doing it wrong and they're going to die if you don't. Like it's exactly. like, very extreme. It's very, it's just, it's just like, I truly, I, I don't, I don't know. And very little grace is given. I think from what mm -hmm. I can see, granted, I haven't experienced it, but from all my mom friends that I've talked to, in uh, who are influencers or not, like there's always just outside noise. And that's just unfortunately what it, I guess being a parent, but um, I was like, how do you do it? And she was like, honestly, I've come to learn. And I just have to remember that I know what's best for my kid. Mm -hmm. That's just it. Point blank period. People can have their opinions if they want and they can raise their kids however they'd like. But at the end of the day, no one knows my kid. Like I know it or them. And so it, sorry. <laughs> them. And so, um, I don't need to listen to that. I don't need the outside noise. Like people, it's going to come no matter what, because it comes with the territory, but I don't need to take it into account. And I was like, <gasps> and she was saying before she had her kid so much of her life, she was um, in a similar place where we are. I think because we can be and are selfish right now, because all we have to do is worry about ourselves right mm -hmm. now. Um, but when you have a baby, you, 
that's your world. That's what you worry about day and night and every single second of the day. So you don't even like necessarily think about yourself as much anymore because you're living for this other being and it's your job to keep this being alive. All to say, she was like, I just had this switch when I had her, when she had her kid, boom. She was like, I had so much self-worth. I found all this self-worth. I like this, these maternal instincts, like everything kicked in. She's like, I know what, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know what I'm doing. I was going to say mother's intuition is real. Also, sometimes I don't know if it's just the, the social media bubble that we're all in now. Sometimes I feel like people forget mothers have had kids for centuries without Google. You know what I mean? Like, like we can figure it out again. I'm not there obviously. And I have no idea. And I'm sure I'm going to research and Google the shit out of everything for my kid. Cause I do. Yes, I will for sure do that. (laughs) It's really interesting though. Like obviously seeing my brother with a baby and being around my mom with my brother and the baby, because, um, when he was first born and was like a newborn, it would be like all of us together. And Shane would be like, Oh, you know, like things have changed a lot since we were kids. My mom was like, oh my God, we used to do like, you know, no, I don't think they did tummy time when we were babies and now yeah. tummy time, tummy time That's is very thing. important. And so he's just like, it's so funny. Like the things are obviously as decades have gone on, mm-hmm. they have so much more science and they learn so many more things. So um, even a few years when we have babies, it's going to be so it's going to be so different. <sighs> and it was like a lot for my mom. She's like, oh my God, like there's so much that they know now that they didn't know when we were born. Yeah. They didn't even have the internet. So like, yeah crazy. I am. I'm happy. I'm so excited for you to be a mommy blogger. I'm a little nervous for me. Um, so are you going to be a mommy blogger too? Well, that's where I'm like, I can't picture me not vlogging. We've always vlogged our life yeah. and it was easy. It was so easy when we were in college to be like, Oh, I would never do family vlogs. But yeah. it's like, we're at that point where we're like, shit, do we like, we've always vlogged our life, yeah. you know? So I and know. I like so much enjoy vlogging. I love vlogging. Mm-hmm. So, and it'd be weird if I just I mean, not weird, actually. I think people also respect it. Like they would respect if I was like, I just don't even want to like Show, mention, yeah. mention even being having a, a kid. But it's hard when so much Sorry. of our lives are I revolved. just pictured you like imagine in a year you're like, surprise, I have like a two year old. Like that would be so crazy. That'd be baller, though. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, that'd be sick. I would love that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, because even the way people show their kids online are so different and it's different for everyone. Some people yeah. choose to not show their faces at all whatsoever. Yeah. Some people will show their faces, but like maybe once in a while, or some people will like fully document every single thing and put it on the internet. Yeah. So I did see one thing recently and it was saying how the initial family vlogger babies are about to be teenagers now. <sighs> and someone was like, I'm waiting for the documentary to come out on family vloggers and like kids. Cause now they're going to be old enough to say their side of it. That, as they should. As, as they, sh- as as they, they should. should. And I'm, I'm here and listening. I know. Cause now it's a debate, you know, should, if you're vlogging your child, should you be setting up some of the AdSense for their college? Like that way it, it is very similar to Hollywood child stars, yeah. you know, who usually the parents took all the money and they grow up and they're like, wait, I have no money. And I worked my whole life. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so fucked up. But there are laws now in place, right? Yes. I know it's not that much, but now there are laws involved, but I know Alison Stoner has a whole series about just Hollywood in general and as a child actor. So I'm sure she, I know she articulates it so much better than anything I'm saying. And she's one of those child stars that mm-hmm. hit a certain age and didn't have much, right? Because her parents blew it. Yeah. She explains her whole story and everything. Um, but like, imagine being the backbone of Disney yeah. and then having nothing from that. And it's weird because obviously cheaper by the dozen in order to make your child successful. Most of the time, whole families will move to LA or whatever for the kid. 
Now, obviously they need to make a living, but how much of it should be saved? How much of it, you know, like I, so I feel like, unfortunately, these family vlogger kids are about to be in the same situation as a lot of these ex Disney Nickelodeon stars who are like, oh yeah, I, <sighs> I made nothing off of, of that. I remember being, I said this on Joe Volpus's podcast. I do you remember that summit or was that YouTube summit that we went to? They don't really do them anymore. I mean, they kind of do. Um, where it was like that open Q and A and people were like basically yeah. having an open Q and A with the CEO, CMO of YouTube. It was so, at some point it was heated. Yeah, that, that was, was during true. the apocalypse. And we were right behind like the the most heated yeah. parents who were like, <laughs> we, we were like, I was with my notebook. Like, no, like I, that was, yeah. That. <laughs> Seems just that we need to get But that was the year of apocalypse. So people are going like, my friends can't pay their rent. Like you've changed it, like everything. But one thing that I really loved because, um, Ryan's world, who's like the number one most earned my dream <laughs> toy reviewer, toy, toy reviewer, full circle, <laughs> full fucking circle. His parents were there and I didn't know they were his parents at the time. Oh, wow. Cause I remember hearing about Ryan and like, he like makes the most money. Cause then he was super young. This was years and years ago, but I remember they stood up and said, what are you doing to, um, what are you doing for the safety of these kids? Like you need to make yeah. You know, and they're like, luckily we've set aside a lot of money for his future and his college tuition, but not oh every God. kid has that experience or has parents who are doing that. And I remember that was the first time I ever, I never worried about mommy vloggers or family vloggers. I was like, oh, that's not me. It doesn't apply to me. That was the first time where I was like, damn, what are you going to do? Like, what are these social platforms going to do to reinforce and make sure um, that there's regulations involved. There's also only so much they can do, I and know. that's what's fucked too. So quickly after that is when they made it. If you're under 18, you can't comment. Mm -hmm. You remember the channels? I remember. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember uh, Haley, Haley Fam, Fam. I think about was that a 17 lot. years old, and she randomly got all her comments were disabled because she was a minor technically. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "This sucks. I have to wait till I turn 18 just to get comments back on my videos." But at least it was a step in the right direction of YouTube trying doing something. But then it's weird because then you see like North and Penelope and the Kardashians kids on TikTok. And I don't know, they're getting to that age where they they can read comments now or like North will be on live. And it's like, you're seeing those comments. You know what intrigues me about that situation? Total tangent, kids need to be protected, agreed. <laughs> and I Slay. second that, and I second that. But- um, I feel like Legally Blonde. Dismissed. <laughs> and case adjourned. I know I said I'm not going to procrastinate my holiday shopping this year. I say that every year, but my name is Alicia and I procrastinate everything in my life. So if you're like me, there's still time to find the perfect gift at Macy's last minute gift sale. I can't, I, I low key count on these last minute sales for my holiday shopping because they're really good deals. I mean, I can't complain with it. Now until Saturday, December 23rd, get an extra 20% off Great gifts, including the latest wardrobe updates, makeup and skincare sets, the season's hottest toys and everything else on their wish list. Now I know why I always procrastinate because I get rewarded. I procrastinate and then I get an extra 20% off. See, now I'm feeling a little less bad about myself because we're working smarter. It's girl math, right? It's we're working smarter, not harder. We're going to take longer and maybe it causes a little stress sometimes, but we're going to get rewarded because we get more of a discount. We get more of a deal. And who doesn't love a sale? Like Remy says, nothing tastes better than a deal. Ashley, my sister, if you don't know, she has been loving that she's living back home with me now. You know, she moved out for a year. She moved back. And I think she's loving it, not from her words, but from her actions. 
because I can't tell you how many times I sit down to do my makeup and a bronzer's missing or an eyeshadow palette's missing, a skirt's missing. Like seriously, I think she's liking living back at home a little too much because my closet and my, my stuff is hers. We wear each other's stuff. So for Christmas this year, I think I need to get her some beauty stuff. Some, because I, she won't buy it for herself because she'll feel like it's too much and she doesn't need it, but she can just use mine, of course, obviously. However, I feel like she's really been into makeup more than ever. So I think I'm going to buy her some like nice luxe makeup. And obviously, you know, the Macy's beauty counter has everything and all you could ever need. So I'm definitely going to hit that up. Also, her birthday is on December 25th, if you didn't know. So I always have to make sure that I get enough gifts for her because I want to make sure if her birthday was any other time in the year, she would get the same amount of gifts then. So I'm going to be hitting up this Macy's sale because not only do I want that extra 20% off, but I need some extra gifts and I have to make sure that she gets her birthday presents and her Christmas presents. I kind of think she might like one of the walking treadmill pads that I have. I am obsessed with mine and she uses it all the time. And I feel like she would just love to kind of have her own. Obviously, eventually she's going to move out again. So that could be a really cool thing she can take with her. Um, She's also been loving red lately. She's been getting her nails red, um, wearing red lips more. And I really feel like she would really like a red bag. She really, really doesn't have colored bags because she is a neutral queen. She loves everything neutral. But I think a pop of color would be something really nice and also something she wouldn't necessarily buy for herself. And that cherry red is such a color for the season. I feel like she would love that. For my dad, I already bought one of his gifts, but I need one more. And I'm trying to decide between a massager or a speaker. And I've gotten him both in the past. I feel like they're always updating them. And both of his are like, I don't know, they're just kind of not out of date, but I definitely think he could use a new one. Also, my dad's been really into like camping and outdoorsy stuff more than ever, especially cycling. Guys, he's like, he'll randomly do like 100 mile like bike rides. It's so crazy. That's been a huge new hobby for him the past like two years. And I know he always needs extra like layering things because they'll go super early in the morning and I know it's freezing. So I'll definitely be hitting up the sport slash athletic wear for him this holiday season. Okay, now on to my mom. I have to say... (laughs) My mother is really hard to shop for because she's so content with everything and everything she has. She's not really into like fashion and beauty that much. She's just so content. I've gotten her things in the past. She always loves anything sentimental. So I'm like, I feel like the jewelry could be perfect. She does read a lot. So I'm thinking a reading light or something like that as a little gift she would love and actually use. Even just a new bedding, new sheets. That That is something... She will never buy herself. I think all of her past bedding has been gifts from Ashley and I because we're just like, we just always get her that because she that's just something she would never think to like get herself. But more than anything, my mom loves anything meaningful or sentimental. So I feel like the the jewelry at Macy's top tier. She would love honestly anything. Maybe I'll get us like matching necklaces or matching rings. She would genuinely be so obsessed with that. So happy shopping. There's still time for the perfect gift at Macy's last minute gift sale. Check out Macy's.com and use promo code gift to save today. Some exclusions apply. See Macy's.com for details. Again, that's Macy's.com promo code gift. 
As you guys know, if you watch my vlogs, you saw that I recently chopped my hair and it truly has been such a game changer for my confidence. I never thought that I would love my hair this short, but I'm really focusing on just taking care of my hair and not only my hair health, but also my scalp health. And in comes Vegamore. I seriously have been loving their products. They are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthy hair and scalp. Seriously, guys, with Vegamore, I'm able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair without all the harsh ingredients. The bottles are so, so cute. They're like a little light pink color and all the products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harm chemicals like parabens or hormones. I personally have been trying out the Vegamore Grow Hair Serum, which has been absolutely amazing for my hair. I just put it right onto my scalp, massage it in, and I feel like it's already working so quickly. They also have shampoo, conditioner, so many different products. I personally have a bunch of people in my life who asked for the holidays for products to help with their hair growth. For instance, my sister-in-law just had a baby and so she lost some hair through pregnancy. I also have somebody in my family who went through cancer last year and is currently in remission and lost their hair due to chemo. So they've been looking for different products to help them grow their hair. And I think it's just amazing for literally everybody. Truly, guys, if you're looking for healthier hair and a healthier scalp, Vegamore is the way to go. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, Pretty Basic listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash prettybasic and using code prettybasic at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash prettybasic. Code prettybasic to save 20% off on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash prettybasic. Code prettybasic. I completely agree. I like... I'm sure there's so much more that they can do. And I hope they're working towards that. I love that we went from mommy vloggers to that, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, also something that intrigues me again, complete tangent. North is on TikTok, as we know. Mm-hmm. I don't know like how much Kim is limiting her TikTok-ing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm intrigued by is like Kim's whole thing. And I think I, I, I love that this is like the general discussion or like opinion around this is like people are like, even if they're like, I don't like Kim Kardashian. I, I've never liked Kim Kardashian. The one thing that I see that everyone kind of agrees on is that she has done a great job at protecting her kids mm-hmm. from any of her feelings towards Kanye or the yeah. public's com- yeah. opinions of Kanye. Um, but I get so many TikToks served to me about just like Kim and Kanye's history, things that like, you know, their fights, like so many random things, just like pop culture But I always wonder like, what if that shows up on her for you page? Oh, like if when North is on it? Yeah. I'm just so, I've just literally thought this sometimes. I don't know. Do There has to be like settings I maybe. Don't, I don't, but, but I also she's get again, she's getting that age where regardless, she's going to be old enough to know like that is, that's crazy. Even for Halloween, how North dressed up as Kanye, mm-hmm. like I can only imagine how much Kim probably didn't want her to do that, but she's like, that's your dad and I'm not going to tell you not to. You know, I like- think she's, granted, we don't know everything. Obviously we only see the public eye, but from what I can tell, it looks like she does a really good job at being uh, a supportive mom. Yeah. I also love how, I think the reason why everyone loves North's TikToks is because it's like, the comp- absolute complete opposite of anything Kim would do. And you can tell the ones where she's like, mom, be in this with me. And she's like, oh my God, I have to do this. Like, I'm going to do it. But like, I love seeing that side yeah, of her. Yeah. Oh my God. Even just the interviews where Kim's like, ah, oh, North is my, um, what is the, like she was put on this earth to humble her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's just so funny. It's true. It's all, it's crazy too. Cause now I can't picture like Kim without North. 
Oh, I agree. Yeah, you know, like, fully. It's just so weird how genetics works. Like you're literally half of two people. I know. Like, and what's crazy is like you and Ash have the same genetics and yeah. Shane and I have the same genetics. That's it's really crazy. So to my me. kid could have like blue eyes depending, right? Cause I have a recessive. Gene. Yeah, for sure. Gee, for sure. For yeah. sure. You just have to find a, another recessive. Where are you at? Where are you at? Just gonna find them. Wait, I had to tell you something crazy that I learned about me recently oh like before we started the story about your mom i was like i'm oh. always looking up spoilers yes if i'm watching a tv show i'll be on episode one season one episode one and i'll have to look up how it ends i already know who ends up in bachelor in paradise i ruined it for myself i do it every time with every show every book everything and i never questioned why i did it but i know as we've discussed with the engagement and everything i'm a control freak and i need to know what's happening at all times but like this was really interesting i got a tiktok that was saying if you also Look ahead for spoilers. You can never be surprised. A book. It's yeah, a book, a movie or something. It's because you don't like the emotion of not knowing. And then you don't like being unprepared for the emotion that it brings on. So like, what's a movie with like a big twist? Like, don't worry, darling. Yes. Mm -hmm. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have to look that up beforehand because I don't like the feeling of unknown, the unknowingness. And I don't like the feeling of being sad at the end. I have to like prep myself before. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be sad. Isn't that interesting? But that's exactly how I feel. I hate, I hate movies. And Cal always laughs at me with any sort of conflict. If a movie could just be a Claritin commercial, like I'd be so happy. No, that's literally why you watch Animal Planet. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, not always. Cause sometimes they die and then that's upsetting. Honestly, that that's more sad than anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you I, just sit there and film them and let them die? I just have so many questions because I feel like I didn't even realize that you always do that. Yeah, I do. And sometimes I don't like it. Like, I wish I didn't know who ends up in Bachelor in Paradise. I've been really kicking myself lately. So question, <laughs> if, if this was a therapy session, I could see your therapist telling you, you know, exposure therapy, go watch some movies and don't look up the ending. Yeah. And like sit in that. Unknowingness. Unknowing. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, it's just, it's not going to kill me to do it. I just like, don't like it. That's so but funny. I'll, I could do it. That makes so much sense I know. now. Cause like I was really weird about the engagement and I've been trying to like think back, like how come you needed to know so much? And I think it's just, I don't like not being in on it on anything. And also I, just, I don't know. Maybe it's an Aquarius thing. Feelings That's crazy. I don't go well. No, but I, I only noticed that because the past few times I've had stories like, oh my God, this crazy thing happened. You're like, good or bad. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, it's, it's good. Don't worry. I and then you're like, like okay, now I can hear. Literally even today when we were, when I was telling you my mom's story, yeah. that was another moment. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. She does like knowing. Yeah. I mean, even if it's bad, I don't want it to be bad, but I'm like, okay, at least I can like emotionally prep. You don't want to sit there in. smiling. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's going to be bad. And I'm like anticipating it being bad. So you are the prime example of like, Hey, take a seat. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. I just learned something. Now absolutely. I know. And yeah. now I know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Not See, as bad as Ollie. Ollie's really bad because he actually has like anxiety over uh -huh. it. Whereas I'm just like, what is happening? So it's like anxiety. Actually, yeah, as I said that, actually, as I said that, it's true. He has like debilitating minds, just like, oh, like this can sucks. Do it. Yeah. This See, sucks. that's, but that's the journey's the best part. I know. I know. I'm working on it in therapy. But that's why you like a rom com. Exactly. Because they always end up, you I can need a, a low stakes life. I need low stakes. Remy. <laughs> I started um, Big Little Lies. Is that that one? Oh, it's so good. Well, I, in the first season, episode one, I looked up how it ended. I was like, shit, what? that's crazy. Succession. Really? I was like, damn, him? <laughs> oh, you know which one really got me? The Good Place. <laughs> 
<laughs> the fact that I'm picturing you Googling them, like I've gotten spoilers because they come across my For You page or something like that, or someone says something or whatever, but I've never been like, how I did see the ending for The Good Place though. Crazy good one. Because it came up on my For You and I was like, I know I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, and yeah, I watched yeah. it and I was like, that's funny. It was so was good. good. I mean, I know I'm not alone though, because when I do look up my spoilers, you know how there's like the commonly asked question? Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. it's always. I know there's other people that do that, so... I don't feel alone in that. Okay, well, idea. Exposure therapy. <laughs> Hear me out. Again. Expo- no, I'm kidding. Maybe next time we can have a group that you trust of people. Maybe Ashley should be in there because she's a good movie person. Okay. Where you say, hey, can I look up the ending? Because I feel like like something like a Harry Potter. Did you look up the ending? Um, No, I didn't actually. And you loved it, right? And I loved it. See, so maybe we can figure out like a... Yeah, you're right. I think it's just when I feel... Oh, I probably did look up Harry Potter in the end, but it's okay. It's like when I, I just don't like feeling like immense emotion. I don't, I don't want to like be really sad. I don't want to be, I'll be really happy. I just, I think I'm so scared to be really sad. Like if someone dies, I have to know like, oh my God, when Dumbledore, spoiler alert, dies. Somebody doesn't care about spoilers. Oh my god! Like yeah, like when he dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just makes me really sad. Or I'll oh be like, god. it will. I won't look it up. Or I'll be with Count. I'll be like, does he die? Does he die now? And he's like, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> so many things. So many things. It just all makes sense to me. And I'm the complete opposite. Like when I'm sad, I want to listen to sad music. I want to cry. I'm like, I want to sob. I just like. Sometimes I watch a movie and I'm like, I'm in the mood to sob. Like, what can I watch? Like, I really, yeah. To me, I can't imagine not wanting to feel. I, I want the plot twist. I want to. Oh, I want to be surprised. Which brings us back to we are just so we different. Are just, girl, we are just so different, <laughs> and we are so different. Um, and I love you, and we're and I love so you, different. But we are just so different. Um, I. Wow. This, yeah. No, this makes so much more sense, and I love it. Not liking what I don't know is coming. Roller coasters. You could never get me to go on a new ride because what the fuck is going to happen? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> Sorry, but if it's Disneyland, like you're good. <laughs> no, even then, well, even like down to like the turns and the spins, I don't know when it's going to turn or when it's going to drop. And I don't like that. That's the best part. I know. I know. Oh my well, God. No, I don't know. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about Remy is even if we do go to Disney, it doesn't matter how long the line is. You will wait in line. Oh yeah. With us. It brings me so much joy to wait in line and then boop, boop, right to the exit. Like, bye. You don't even get the enjoyment and the fulfilling moments of I waited two hours for this. Now I get it. Yeah. Now I'm going to hop on that roller coaster. It's going to be the best adrenaline rush ever. To me, 98% of the, the time at theme parks are waiting in lines anyway. So like I just get 98% of the fun. <laughs> also, it just makes, see my, our whole friendship makes so much more sense now. Because I remember the first few times we went to Disney, we like hardly rode rides and yeah. we just would get food. And I was like, this is great. I love it. Like, this is so slay. And then I remember thinking like, wow, we should at least hit like the credit coaster. <laughs> like, hmm, we spent a lot of money on these tickets. <laughs> but it all makes sense. Ollie and I just like, no lit. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go on the, the single rider. Yes. And I encourage you to do <laughs> and so. And you do. And it's and great. So that's, that's my great. favorite thing about like, you don't hold anyone back. No, never. never. And never. if anything, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go get the snacks and I'll meet you here. Who's gonna hold the bags? Who's gonna, where are you gonna put your bags? And then you get the stroller for the bags. Exactly. <laughs> no, truly, I just can't. Now I'm excited because when we're older and we'll have our kids, yes. I'll take them to Six Flags. <gasps> and then you. Thank God. I'll be home making a meal yep. and you guys can come home mm-hmm. and we can hang out and eat cookies. Hang out. 
please watch Animal Planet. That'll be so fun. Wait, I want to talk about getting high last night because it was so funny. Well, let me just preface this. Nothing against weed at all, obviously. <laughs> if it is legal, light that shit up if you want it. We don't like aren't really into weed. Like I would say we probably and not even like I'll just drink. I saw someone commented on our video that was like your little CBD drinks. <laughs> I saw that and I laughed so No, but it's hard. like, it's true. Like our, my, like my getting high is literally a drink that's like five milligrams of THC. And I'm like, good night and goodbye. <laughs> You're also a lightweight though, too, even with alcohol. Truly, so. yes. Um, truly. Truly. But Alicia and I hung out. We had a little like barbecue moment last night. It's because Ash and Jackson, mm-hmm. well, long story short, at Stagecoach two years ago, I got drunk and I was like, Jackson loves his Traeger, his smoker. And mm-hmm. I was like, Cal really wants a Traeger smoker. I think this would be good for cooking with Remy. One person tell me it's a good idea. And Jackson was like, it's a good idea. So I ordered a Traeger. No, I have to interrupt. Okay. Around this time you were like, oh, well, well, first of all, what really got us was we were smelling the best barbecue at Stagecoach. Yes. yes. I think I left with someone to go to the like front for a second <laughs> by the t- or get a drink. By the time I come back, <laughs> you were like, I ordered one. And I was like, what? weren't you just saying you were going to like borrow Jackson's or watch his or like figure out how to use it? And you're like, no, I bought one. And I was like, Sorry. it just seems like more of work to like move yeah. in liability or break it. I have to buy him a new one and get me one, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. But I did get a Traeger because Cal really wanted one. And I was like, I want smoked meats. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I've had it for two years and we've been talking about it for two years that Jackson's going to come over and teach us how to use it. He finally mm-hmm. came last night. Mm-hmm. We had a feast. It, it was, literally was Thanksgiving. It was amazing. We didn't even plan for it to be like that good. No. But like anything about a potluck though, just like is Thanksgiving or like mm-hmm. is a holiday because I mean, it's easy for the host, but also like it feels like the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we've got mac and cheese. <laughs> we had, um, actually what started this originally was I showed Alicia this movie that's, I'm sure a lot of people listening have seen it. I showed this to you probably like a year ago or so. Uh-huh. Uh, I showed her Spirited Away, which mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, is a movie by Hayao Miyazaki. Like I would say, I think it's his most popular movie. He's like an incredible Japanese director and he's made like Howl's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service, Spirited Away. I watched Spirited Away when I was eight years old because my aunt showed it to me. And thinking about the math, I didn't realize it had been really new at that time. Oh, But we were doing, doing the math. I was like, oh my God, I was like eight years old. It gave me nightmares for actually a decade because I couldn't look up what was going to happen. And it was terrifying. (laughs) That's what scarred you. No, no face like really scared me as a kid. And rightfully so. It was it was a scary movie. But and spoiler, then she befriends him. And I was like, no, but like, that's the thing with like Miyazaki movies is it's so much more than like what you see at face value like it. But I didn't even pick that up till I became an adult. It's like, oh, my God, it's like you know, gluttony with the parents Mm -hmm. and learning about so many other things. There's so many hidden messages, but I showed it to Alicia last year Mm -hmm. and please, please tell them this story. (laughs) So I Rem, I've always heard Rem talk about it, like, oh, and in conversations or with other people. And I was like, oh, like we should watch it sometime. You're like, oh my God, I would love, like we really should. Are you serious? And I was like, yeah, why not? Like I'm down. So I scratched my neck. I didn't like, find this out till yesterday, by the way. Yeah. So I I tell her yesterday, I was like, hey Ram, like, so the first time that we watched it, 40 minutes in, I'm looking for a horse. <laughs> and I was like, Where is the dog? I was horse? like, damn, I, I thought I thought it was the movie Spirit. 
the whole time. So the first time we're watching it, I'm not kidding. And it is a beautiful movie. No, it's so pretty. And it's the just song, so, the music. it's just very different if yeah. you're expecting a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I like my whole time first, when I was watching, I was like, where is this? Go? My face all the time was just like, it's so interesting, but I can't look away. And like, what is that? And I like, what? But I'm intrigued and it's so like it's it's so good. But like I like what where is the horse? And I never was on my phone for one second because the two whole, whole two hour movie, I'm sitting there and I was just like, I can't look away. This was like it's so good, but like it's so like this would give that would have given me nightmares like no other. So I'm yeah. like, you're like, I grew up with it. I'm like, how? No, I was terrified. Like, I how? Hope, my aunt was like by age like 14. She was like, shut up. Because anytime I could have be like, you scarred me. Oh. She's like, shut up. But I loved hearing, I know exactly what movie you're talking Spirit. about. Cause I'd never seen it. So I was like, oh, I want to be in on it. Like I'm down to watch it. So the first time I watched it afterwards, I was like, wow, I, we, I, I wish I was high when I was watching that because that would make this even better. Yeah. <laughs> like even better. And so propelled our last night where we were like, let's do this barbecue that we've been talking about for years and let's get high and watch Spirited Away. And so everyone came over, we did a little potluck. We had some delicious lobster and pork belly and all the things. And then we're all like sipping on our cans and oh, everybody said they'll bring a dish and Alicia said that she'll bring dessert. We're rather actually, should I read the group chat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ash said she's just confirming what time, asking what she should bring. I said, yes, I'm grabbing the lobster. Jackson's saying what he's going to bring. And then Ash just goes, Alicia hasn't answered. Ash just goes, shouldn't Alicia bring sides here with the eyes? <laughs> and I said, yeah, Alicia, bring dessert. And you said, I got you. I can bring dessert. Oh, I guess that was it. That was it. She did say she was going to bring dessert and dessert she did bring. Well, I was just going to buy dessert. Yeah. I was just going to buy it. Which nothing against that, okay? Not all of us are chefs. <laughs> but Ashley and I went to the farmer's market and I saw this pie filling in a jar from our favorite fruit stand. Yes. So I was like, oh my gosh, I should get this. Ash was like, wait, you should make it for um, Remy Singh or whatever. I was like, okay. So I get it. It was peach. It was so good. So good. I, I did a little taste test before, yeah. you know. And then I was thinking, I was like, okay, I she can She ate do out of the jar that she was, the communal jar. The communal jar. Yeah, yeah I didn't double dip. <laughs> I just took a little nibble, <laughs> just a little nibble. Um, so Ashley's like, oh yeah, do you want me to get a pie crust? And I was like, oh, I didn't, I thought it was apple, not peach, which you can have peach pie, but I just, I feel like peach cobbler is more the vibe, you know? Ah, uh, yes. So she ends up getting um, a cake mix for it. And that's the recipe we were going to do. So the day of comes yesterday and I was filming all day. So I purposely around 4.30, I was like, hey Ash, what do I need to do for do to do this? Cause she said she would help me. She's making her mac and cheese and stuff. And then- I'm like, also, I, I, I guess I could cook it there because it doesn't take long and it'll be more fresh and whatever. And she was she was saying, yeah, I think maybe you should cook it there because she was using the oven. So I was like, that's totally fine. <laughs> so I have my, my I brought my little pie in a jar filling and the cake stuff. So the, and then she's like, oh, well, don't forget butter. I was like, butter. And she goes, yeah, you need butter. And I was like, oh, well, you didn't tell me I need butter. But like, OK, I got it. So then, so then we go and we go to cook it at your place. And I go, okay, Ashley, like, let's make the dessert. Well, we're high now also. I'm like, okay, let's yeah. make the dessert. We're just like, la, 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 la. We only get high like maybe four times a year. But I am just saying, and I'm, when Bretman comes back to LA, I will be doing a 420 
cooking with Remy and you will be there too. Oh, thanks. I'm just saying that. So please expect that soon because people want more 420 content now. Oh shit. <laughs> Seems as Family vlogger, <laughs> 420. Like what road do I want to go legal. down? It's legal. It's fine. I know, okay, I know, I know. Continue on. We're a little woo. Yeah, we're like woo. And Literally like, on our drink. that We have one drink and we're like, bye. <laughs> so I get excited for my time to shine because everyone's like, Alicia, what'd you bring? I go, ah, peach cobbler and it's going to be so good. So Ashley is on your little cloud couch and just so not moving. Melting. Melting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Ashley, you said you would help me. Like I would have made it at home, but you said we would do it here. And you should emphasize, I will help you. Mm -hmm. No, my cheeks are hurting from smiling so hard. But she wasn't moving. She wasn't budging. And she I, was not moving. She, she was like, and I was like, you bitch, you said you would help me. I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Murph is like, oh, do you need help? I'll help you. And I was like, thanks, Murph. <laughs> then I show him the directions. It's so easy. You literally dump the filling in a jar, in a, in a container. Container. Or a, thing, yeah, whatever. Baked dish, baking dish. A dish. And then you sprinkle the dry cake powder all over it. Yes. Take melted butter, put the melted butter over it all, bake it. That's yeah. it, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Which I think is called a dump cake. That's what I kept saying last night, but no one was listening no, to I me. No, I heard it, but I was like, Remy, I like. <laughs> I think it is a dump cake. But so, but isn't cobbler just like. Well, yeah, but cobbler. Premixed. Oh, dough. I didn't realize that this, that you were thinking it was a cobbler still the whole time. Yeah. Cobbler, you like make a crumble. Like you should have mixed like softened butter with the flour oh. and then it gets crumbly and like on top. So you made a dump cake. That's what I kept trying to say. Uh, but that's why I was like, no, like some dry spots is fine because crumbles like that. No. <laughs> little cobbler moment. <laughs> it's fine. It's anyway. making sense. Okay, continue on, continue on. So we're making it. It's so good. Murph's like, I think it needs a little more like butter. And I was like, okay. He's like, not that much. More. In your defense too, though, there were no measurements. Like it wasn't, tell, it didn't Thank tell you, you ingredients or measurements or um, like bake time. So you were, you were guessing. I was guessing. And you were and guessing. And Ashley sends me the ingredient, the, I was like, she was like, I text you the instructions. I look, it literally, it literally said, pour filling, put cake over. Like that was it. I was like, okay. Melt like, butter. I was like, what do I put the oven to? She's like, I don't know, like a 350 maybe. And then the jar said 375. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so we put it in the thing. All I hear is, well, I definitely, we were playing Bananagrams and I definitely forgot. I completely forgot. The timer went off and I knew it was too early. And I was like, don't forget completely forgot. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes later, Murph's like, I'm going to check on the cake. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me know how it is. And then, and then all I hear is like crickets. And then I hear you guys like, and, and then I hear him go, um, I, I think, oh no, oh no, my cake, my one dessert, the one thing I was supposed to bring. Okay. And then I go and check it. I'm like, it's not that bad. I whip it out and Remy is crying on the floor, literally laughing at me, not with me, not with her at me. Cause she's like, like what it was there like three fourths of it was just dry ass white powder on top of this like cake of this peach mixture and like I I understand what you were trying to do mm -hmm. but I kept saying like I think you need more butter like it needs to be like fully wet so no one said that because I, I was like does that. it you were like dumb cake I'm like what the fuck is a dumb cake okay no, I don't know I said I think it needs more butter but no one listened okay because because I whatever Oh, our fourth fire. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I had to tell you about a fight I got into with Ollie. I have so much to say today. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Anyway, 
It was really good. <laughs> anyways, 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 yeah. Well, so there were like dry spots. And so then you started like um, mixing it up mm-hmm. and then we decided to switch it to a brulee. And then at this point, Remy has the audacity to be like, Ashley's gonna be so mad at you. And I was like, this is my cake. It's not Ashley's because she said she was gonna help and she didn't anyway. So no, this is my cake and this is how I want to make it. <laughs> it was, you were being so funny. We ended up pulling out the sugar. Well, I, you, uh, Murph and Ash were saying like, let's stick it in the broiler. And then you looked at me and you said, do you have your fl- flamethrower? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> Did I say flamethrower? No, you, call, you said the fire <laughs> thing. And so then we put it on, put some sugar on top. We, we brulee that it. shit. I mean, Forrest is eating it. He's no, eaten good today. so good. It was good. It honestly was a 10 out of 10. Nine out of 10. Okay, let's be real. Nine out of 10. But we had the giggles because she, we were just, we make each other laugh so hard. No one else was laughing. In the background of the audio, they're just like, wow, what's going on over there? No, but my favorite part is like, we're filming, so it's all film. And like, because you kept being like, this is so, you're being so funny. You need to film this. I was yeah. like, that's yeah, too much work. And yeah. then you end up doing a, a vertical thing. And at one point you like go up close to the cake and back up and I look, it's on fire. Oh, yeah, it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was actually it on was, fire. It was on fire. It was all burnt in some spots. There was sugar in some spots. It was powder in some spots. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. You never know. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't and know that's why you didn't like it. It was a slice of life cake. I loved it. It was, I, I liked it. I said it was good. I did our fifth fight. <laughs> Anyways, I guess it was delicious. Well, and then no, and then you left and I <laughs> called you, but your phone was on do not disturb, but you left the oh. whole ass dessert at my house. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want this and I don't want the dish. So I <sighs> went to call you. It was on do not disturb. So I called Ollie mm-hmm. and Ollie was feeling a little like not well. So he was like, hello. And I was like, give the phone to Alicia. Yeah, I'm like in the car. And yeah, and she he gives the phone over. She's like, hey. I was like, oh my God, hey girl, you left your dessert. And you're like, oh my God, no girl, it's all yours. No, well also the context of that is because earlier we were talking about how this shouldn't be embarrassing, but you know when you go to a potluck or like a buffet or like a church thing or like some random, some random relatives like graduation and it's like a potluck and you bring your own dishes like, the like it shouldn't be embarrassing but when no one like what it's, it's, the, it's the end of the night <laughs> everyone's like saying their goodbyes and you're like oh let me go grab my dish <laughs> i bet it's grab, empty <laughs> i bet it's empty and there's like one bite out of yours <laughs> like you're like so embarrassed you're like oh my god no one ate mine and we were making the joke please go to the youtube video to watch this because it's so good when it's like whose dish is this <laughs> oh oh that's fine <laughs> So Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) And literally like that shouldn't be embarrassing, but we were talking about that. So when I left, I think more so I was just like, I don't want to put it in a container. Like I (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I mean, Forrest was super happy to have it today. To be honest, how much was gone? It's probably going to be gone when I get home. Um, I have to also, we have to end, which I did tell this story to the group and no one was laughing as hard as us. I think it was, you had to be there, but this was the last time we, we got high yesterday. And then the last time we got high was like probably mid last year. And <laughs> the last time you got high. <laughs> oh, do you get high more than I do? Not like, not <gasps> often, but more than a year no, ago. No, whenever Uran was here last, that's the last time I did, which I think was like a year ago. But let's get, 
munching. That was the last time I did. And we start, uh, not we, I had um, Alicia and Murph and our best friend Uron over and we were hanging out and um, getting high. And I went to the bathroom for a while and I was in there for like 20 minutes or so, maybe 30. And I finally came out and they had made me a full edited video mm-hmm. and they had their spin on Let's Get Cooking mm-hmm. and they called it Let's Get Munching. Which honestly, 10 out of 10. That's the one thing about me. Branding always on point. So good. <laughs> and it started with them putting the camera into my um, chip drawer. Mm-hmm. It was before the pantry remodel. So those little baskets and they had started the camera in there and then you hear this and the camera comes up and they go, let's get munching. We were little rats. And um, I think we should post that on the pretty basic Instagram too. The video that you me. made. Oh, Why are you embarrassed it, of it? No. Uh, that's so uh, funny. No, you don't no, like it? No, I loved it. Sixth <laughs> Under the sink. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, guys, thanks for watching Pretty Basic. If you've stayed to the end, I feel like they should comment any blue emoji of their choice because we're kind of twin in today. I love that idea. We're both wearing blue. Very cute. Um, so yeah, if you made it to the end, we love you so much. And I mean, the season's almost over, but thank you guys so much for, um, you know, hanging with us. There's a few left. And also make sure you go check out our Vlogmas because Mm -hmm. we're both doing Vlogmas on our vlog channels, Rem Life, Alicia Marie Vlogs. Check it out and we'll catch you guys next week. Love ya. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.